0: I I haven't got time to mark this motherfucker. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. You guessed pressure points with your two favorite hosts. I'm D, and this is Microscopic AJ. We're coming at you with Season 5, Episode 7, Operation Elster. Once again... AJ's dipping his toes into World War II for the first time. You'll hear it here this week. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Pressure. Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass.
1: I told you that in confidence. It's too late. I do not, I am not medically diagnosed with a micropenis. (laughs) (laughs) You can't see my eyes darting around.
0: to clarify, I didn't say anything about what part of you is microscopic. Even though it's literally all of you. <laughs> he is the microscopic You are not man. one to talk. When anybody plays the little green man that drinking game, the little green man. I don't man know what with, that uh, is. It's fucking it's a drinking game, but you get the little green man, you have to dip him into your drink. Drink and <laughs> take him out. It's it's that weird. Sounds gross. It's it's fucking it's not a real thing. It's just the action of doing it or else you have to drink.
1: What? But you have to drink anyway. Yeah, but if you don't do it, you have to drink again. Oh. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like I curses. Know. I don't fucking remember have so The only drinking pl- game I've ever played was Rage Cage, and it was pretty fun. Yeah.
0: That one's fucked. I played it once, and I had to drink for my DD that was also like, I want to play Rage Cage. And so I was playing Rage Cage for two for people. For two people. Yeah. And I bet you were losing. Yeah. Um. So how was your week? Uh, It's been good. It's been good so far. Uh, I... Got a job offer for a new position. I will hopefully be working remote if I can pass a drug test. We'll see. Yeah. Next week, depending on my
1: demeanor, we'll find out how well my drug test. We should remember to talk about it. We should remember to talk about it next episode so that. I mean, we will. It's pretty much the biggest thing that's going to happen to me in like three years. So, (laughs) Besides starting this podcast, right? No. Oh, we got, speaking of the podcast, we got some stickers. Yeah, we finally got them. Information coming soon. We're going to do some giveaways. We're going to send some out. Yeah. So, you know, stay tuned. We got some new shit. I suggest following our Instagram. That's where we're going to communicate the most. Mm -hmm. Um, I know social media in general is a failing platform, especially Instagram, but... Hey, it makes it easier to, to do sure. stuff like this.
0: Fingers crossed that uh, Facebook slash meta gets kicked out of UK. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I hope, dude. But you then hear all- about
1: all that? Not a ton.
0: Yeah. But then
1: all our UK followers won't be able to follow us on Instagram. No, yeah, just
0: everyone will shift over to Twitter or Reddit.
1: And we'll, yeah, but I don't like using those we'll either.
0: We'll start using those just as infrequently as we currently use Instagram.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But uh, yeah, so reach out to us if you are interested in stickers. And then, depending on what we figure out, we'll send you updates.
1: Yeah, yeah. You'll hear it in the show and on our social media. Of course, we're going to talk about it here. So, yeah, what about you? How was your week? Oh, God. I found out my house almost burned down. Yeah. uh, (laughs) We spent, that was great. Like, starting two weeks ago, me and Dee were in the basement sawing wood because we're we're remodeling it we've talked about it a couple of times and all of a sudden pop (laughs) power is out we can't figure it out so jesus we contact my grandfather he was an electrician for a while worked on the railroad and he comes over and we cannot figure out the wiring in this place god it's such a mess down here oh it is crazy so then he came over again two weeks later with more ideas they were about to give up and they're like what if the electricity is going the other way for some stupid fucking reason well
0: and they saw that wire that went upstairs and they were yeah like, and there was this?
1: there was one outlet that was out upstairs and i thought it was because it was the end of the line God. well we all thought it was the end of the line turns out that's when it enters so the power box is in the basement and then it goes up to the attic down into the different rooms and then back down into the basement is the most fucked up shit.
0: They're so stupid.
1: So just on a whim, we went up, pulled out that, the, uh... Outlet. The outlet. And pulled it out, and it was melted, burnt, oh and cracked.
0: Effectively trying to burn your house
1: down. Yeah. And thank God we found it, because now there's electricity down here. Yeah. I mean, we're we're making headway. Pain that's, in the ass, though. It's coming along. It sucks, yeah. but it's coming along. Yeah, we, we wired one light. Yeah, which is what we were Not supposed bad. to do—three lights, four weeks ago. But yeah. that's okay. We got, we got some insulation up. We got a lot to do, but it's coming along. Though we got this. Yeah, we'll be good. It'll get there. But yeah. It'll be easier when you move into the unfinished part and you can just do it all day. Seriously, that's
0: why I want that fucking remote position, Hell so yeah. that I can just—we can get it done, and I can live here and stop paying a bunch in fucking rent downtown. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so uh, yeah, yeah, we're good. fucking here. We're doing I made it. a Dutch baby for breakfast this morning. Have you not ever had a Dutch baby? It's like a German pancake. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. With the, with the apples, my, the oh, cinnamon no, I apples. I haven't had it with cinnamon apples. Oh, my God. That's the only way to have my it. My mom- Fuck syrup.
0: My mom made them, and they were- We always called them growing up hootenannies. Ugh. And I fucking love those things.
1: That's That's white immigrant Germanic erasure. It's pretty bad. <laughs> But yeah, I I was
0: all about it, dude. I fucking loved those, especially. You're gonna go, oh! But I fucking loved them when they were cold.
1: No, they are amazing so cold. They are cold, amazing dude. hot. It's like a it's like a fluffy omelet. Yeah, like but a more pancake. Yeah, it's more like sweet. a
0: pancakey omelet. It's so yeah, good.
1: It's very eggy, and I like I like apples. You know goal,
0: cinnamon. Goal for everyone this week. Make. German pancakes slash Dutch babies.
1: They're Make really them easy. This week. If you got a blender, it's even easier. But you can do it by That's hand. So good. You just like mix up eggs. Yeah. A little bit of flour, sugar, a little bit of salt, vanilla.
0: Yeah. Bake that bitch.
1: Bake that in like a cast iron pan.
0: Boom. Boom. Done. So fucking good.
1: I made it with the cultured butter that I made a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So it came out almost like a pie crust with like the flaky layers. Oh, my God. I stole the recipe from Martha Stewart's website. I'm hoping it's so hot. (laughs) Now I'll I'll know how to avoid taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Commit tax fraud. Well, more tax fraud than I'm already committing. You
0: got this. You got it.
1: So, yeah, yeah, we're. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, d is slightly less depressed than usual, which is really yeah. Good. Because I got a job offer, and <laughs> because I found a
0: way of checking out at work and making time pass quicker. Uh, it's called. If you get a chance to play <laughs> RimWorld. Fucking do it. It's
1: my favorite game. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I'm
0: I'm doing well. We're d- doing all right. It's man. all
1: good. And oh yeah, and I you guys don't really probably don't care about this, but I'm excited for kind of the. I like giving a a look on the backside of the podcast, you know, behind the scenes. We started some ads today, first ads in like a year. So Yeah, it's
0: been a hot minute. So if you're
1: new and you're listening to this. Fucking welcome. Hello, welcome. Oh, yeah, and God, I'm rambling. That's fine. I'm no, going to ramble this fine. entire episode. It's good. Uh, if you're new and you dig it, go
0: check out some of our older shit. Specifically, the two parters, like all of our two parters, could listen
1: to. Yeah, me. I like them. I like those ones. Yeah, uh, the survival stories D puts out multiple every season. They're fantastic. I regularly put out. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and also, welcome anybody listening on Deezer.
0: Yeah, Jesus, <laughs> we, the, the uh, UK Spotify that we just dipped our toes in. Well, didn't know European
1: Union. Oh yeah, that in general. But like, we've we've been getting like every week more and more people. The UK, Ireland. Yeah. Um where where else? I, I already closed it. But you know, in, in Europe we've been getting a you know, more listeners, so welcome. Something cool, yeah. Thanks for uh stopping by. Suppose we should probably do a podcast now. Yeah, it's fucking late, dude. We're gonna have yeah. another D falls asleep episode. We better you better fucking not. It's only ten thirty. Yeah, I know. Uh all right, so Operation Elster. I love Operations, both the surgical kind and like the military <laughs> slash, you know, government agency kind. And I, we've done quite a few of these. I think, like, didn't we have an operation something in the first season? Uh, it was like one of our first episodes. Sure. I, I'm pretty I think sure. So, yeah. I, let me check. Uh, I don't remember what it was. And then we, we talk about Operation Sea Spray. We talk about Operation Artichoke. We, we talk about, that one was more recent, all sorts of operations. I've gotten a lot of the ideas for operations from Nordic Thunder, so thank you for all your uh, suggestions. They are they are phenomenal. So we're going to talk about Operation Elster today. Elster in English is magpie, so it's Operation Magpie. Are you still looking at it? It's my favorite kind of pie. Yes, that is true. Nine <laughs> millimeters specifically. <laughs> Operation Infection was the one we didn't. Yeah. That was a fun one. I kinda wanna redo it better.
0: <laughs> Honestly, once we once we hit our like two hundred threshold and we'll just start reading <laughs> those season one episodes are gone. We'll just go back and redo season one with our old notes. I don't have my old notes, are and you kidding we'll me? Fully scripted.
1: Oh yeah. We're actually going to just do a text to speech on the original episode and then read it back out. Jesus. Completely Christ. unnatural sounding. Yeah. Delightful. All I'm right. excited. So Eric Gimple starts. Fantastic oh, name.
0: You are so good at finding the worst named people in history. I
1: know. It's fantastic. Gimpel, And it's Eric with a CH, So you e- know he's German. Erich. Erich no. Nah. So but. he was born 1910, March 25th, in Merseburg, Germany. Merseburg. Uh, he was a radio operator later on in his life, in, in the 30s, for the mining operations or for some mining operations in peru okay so he was in south america during the 30s and all that everything that happened in germany during the 30s uh he worked for the company that telefunken which totally. is like a telecommunications company or something.
0: speaking of the 1930s in germany totally inconsequential time
1: period, yeah, yeah yeah to yeah. be
0: honest with you uh, nothing, nothing nothing
1: really happened
0: nothing of note especially in this show
1: yeah yeah, exactly. We
0: we always ignore 1930 to, like, 1947. Yeah, yeah. We've never so, done an
1: episode in this time period. So if you like that time period, get, get the fuck out. <laughs> no. So, funnily enough, he was approached by some other Germans, and they said, hey.
0: Do you hate Jews? God.
1: <laughs> no, no, it was more, you can see a lot of U.S. shipping routes from Peru. Why don't you send us a, a telegraph every once in a while when something weird happens? And he's recruited as a secret agent. Okay. For so, the Nazis. So he is like,
0: I'm guessing, the Nazi version of uh, Garbo.
1: A little bit. There there are some similarities there. Okay. Um, So he's spent some time in Peru spying and doing all that fun shit. And then the U.S. enters the war. And he gets deported from Peru, <laughs> back oh, to Germany. God. So it's like shit. Now I'm useless. But he was sh- then shipped off to Spain, which is where Garbo was based. Mm-hmm. And he continued to spy for the Germans for the Nazis. Okay, so he's in Spain. <laughs> so living the high life. So Garbo is in Spain, lying to the
0: Nazis about working for them. Uh, fucking Gremlik or whatever. Is Gimple, fu- yeah. Gimple is working in spain for the nazis yeah do you know and i don't know if this is a spoiler but do they ever cross
1: paths they don't not that not that i can tell god damn it uh
0: also if you don't know code name garbo good episode two because it's
1: mine three three i thought it was three whatever I guess you'll figure it out we talked about him garbo was a oh, fine, spy though. who was a badass yeah really
0: that's all really you, that's all you need to know he was story, awesome
1: yeah. so he's spying in spain and he was selected by someone in the german government to go to a spy school in ha- in hamburg uh, where he did a fantastic job top of his class fantastic spy and he he got his final exam and his final exam was to infiltrate the hog in the netherlands the Hog. Which at this point was uh, was already German-occupied. So it's basically like, infiltrate against us. Oh, okay. See what you yeah. can do. Well, I mean, it's... It's a good
0: test. I mean, if you're going to fucking have anybody test the infrastructure and, like, how hard it is to infiltrate...
1: Yeah, have It would be guys. somebody
0: that's trying to prove himself. You don't go, mm-hmm. hey, uh, anyone that's not an Axis power infiltrate us and we'll recruit we'll uh recruit you. And they'll go, "Okay."
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so I mean it makes sense. It's like what banks do where they hire someone to see how safe their firewall is.
1: Yo, yeah, oh, yeah, like like And uh, then
0: someone breaks it and they say, "Okay, this is yeah, 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 defensive testing. This is how we can fix this."
1: Oh, what's that called? And they vulnerability testing yeah. or something. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. And you repair it. So uh, you
1: get paid a shitload to do breaking that. Breaking
0: down internally, yeah. Like me.
1: Yeah, I am always breaking <laughs> down internally. If only if only breaking down would burn fat, I would be the thinnest man on God, the planet. God,
0: man. <laughs> if mental health burned calories, I would be so fucking fit.
1: And then I wouldn't have mental health problems <laughs> Catch 22 again. God ah, damn it. It's every time. So when he's in the Netherlands, he meets William Kolpa. Okay. Very important distinction that his name is William and not Wilhelm. Oh, okay. Okay, All His right. name is William Colpaw, which is another horrible last name, whatever. Yeah, it's not as bad. So, good old Bill, I'm not calling him that, is good old Colpaw was born March 25th, same day, but in 1918. So, eight years after a young'un. Gimple. He was born in Connecticut. Fresh blood. And you're probably wondering why a Connecticut-born American is in German occupied Netherlands in 1944. Yeah, that's odd. I I hmm. I don't know. Uh, let's see. So Kolpa <laughs> was was there
0: some kind of like like worldwide issue that was going on at the time? Well, they
1: weren't in fighting in the <laughs> Netherlands at that point, as far as I know. Not right there. Um. So then, in he Kolpa trained at Admiral Farragut Academy in New Jersey.
0: You're really doing one yourself I know on I this. fucking hate myself I don't know why you don't just do one of these days I'm, I can't really read. need
1: everything's spelled out phonetically
0: you you really need to do an episode based in like like just Midwest Colorado no Colorado <laughs> might get a little funky. But just like a story in Kansas, Montana, everyone's named John and Michael and David, and it's easy for you to pronounce. You don't have to write those <laughs> yes, phonetically. I... You'd say Jean, Michael, David. That's what would happen. If yeah, you that is that. what would you'd,
1: happen. You'd fuck yourself. <laughs> so he he was actually in the Navy during World War II. He was he was active. What was his name? Uh, William Colpaw.
0: Okay, who is? What's the school he's working under? One more time. The school. I don't know. He was Get, trained at Admiral trained, yeah.
1: Farragut Academy in New Jersey. There we go. You're getting it. I'm getting there. I'm helping you. <laughs> so in 1943, he was discharged from the Navy for, and I quote, "for the good of the service," which is not good for him. God, he's a fucking terrible soldier. On my yeah, guess. He basically said, "You are bringing down the Navy service entirely. <laughs> Fuck off."
0: They go. Listen. We're better off without you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. They did if, the whole hand. If you pointing. if you
0: continue working with us, the access powers will win. <laughs> we need you to go. I don't know if you know who this Hitler guy is, but he will take over if you keep working he here, Paula. You get out. We just 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 go, we'll send you your paychecks. You can go home as a vet. It's fine. We just just don't, leave. We cannot get your help. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we cordially refuse your service. Oh, Jesus. So he spent the next year working odd jobs. I think he was like a farmer. He did some other work that I should have written down. I was like, I'll remember this. I don't. He just kind of, he moved around, worked a couple odd jobs. Yeah. He... It was
0: the 40s. People were just... They did weird shit back then. Oh,
1: yeah. So he eventually landed as a crew member because of his Navy experience on a repatriation ship. Basically, if you were going to go drop off your POWs, you know, trade POWs for POWs or whatever, you would send the ship over, they'd drop off the people, and then they'd come back home. Okay. That was a whole idea behind it. So they were in Lisbon when he decides to not get back on the ship he instead goes to the German consulate. He what? walks in, sp- opens the doors, and says, "Hey, I'm defecting from America." Oh hell! Oh hell! He said, "I oh god, I am afraid of being drafted. I would rather join the Nazis." Which, interesting enough, means he now meets the criteria to be a president. <laughs> 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 Draft dodging. <laughs> Oh my God! And Nazis, yeah. What so the fuck. And they say, okay, <laughs> he spoke little to no German, like Holy he shoot. barely spoke German, but they scooped him up. Well, they know somebody that's, that speaks
0: great English that can translate, and he's probably. I mean,
1: he's gonna have like the. They look at him. And they're like, oh my God. This guy was Intel. in the military. Yeah. This guy knows the Navy operations. This guy knows their maneuvers, their patrols. Yeah. He kind of knows his shit. Expendable as fuck. Like, oh, yeah.
0: get the info, send him to a camp, whatever. Like, send him on guy, a suicide mission. I mean, that yeah, may or the, may guy's, not work. the guy's a
1: defector. They're not going to be like, oh, let's
0: promote him within. Like, no, they'll well, get what
1: they need and fucking kick him out. Interestingly enough, they sent him to a spy school in The Hog. Okay, well, this is why Germany lost. Like, what the fuck? No, that's what I would do. You you take your, your expendable dude, you train him up just enough to survive, to have a chance. I would not And then trust you send him. him on a mission and see what happens. Yeah, I, you're not going to trust I him entirely. I would
0: everything that I need to and then just be like, okay, like, thanks, but fuck you. Well, <laughs> I mean, you got to see. I would not At do this anything. point,
1: he is completely dependent on you because he can't go back. Yeah, yeah. Then they'll that's... just say, oh, that guy? came to us and spilled all these secrets, kill him. And he he's I, dead. I guess that's so fair. he is now basically completely dependent on the Germans. So I, I see what they fair. were going for. So he got a ton of like firearms and espionage training and that's where he met Gimple. His or wife Eric. No, yeah. Just kidding. His wife Gimple <laughs> It's a love story this week. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? Um so now we'll we'll get on that that's all the background you need for Operation Elster. So those right. two dudes. Part one done. Boom. We'll take a, Onto a break the here. Uh go get some pop I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <clears throat> Unless you're still listening. You keep your headphones in. Yeah, it's whatever. You know what? Just keep it playing. I don't care if you listen. <laughs> go back to episode one and just hit play. Perfect. Play off. Walk away. So Operation Elster was devised by the Schutzstaffel, which that is, as far as I know, the correct pronunciation. The SS. The Schutzstaffel. The... The strip waffle? The the strip waffle. Sorry, I'm hungry as fuck. I, don't I You want a gluten-free <laughs> no, no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. You're fine. <laughs> the... One
0: the more time. The
1: That's
0: way better the when you scream it. It's more... It
1: the Schutstaffel! There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah it more, sounds much more, more German. Yeah. It's yeah. More... you. Ha- it's... Uh, I I learned a little bit of it, and you do not pronounce the words right unless you're yelling. <laughs> it's <laughs> really weird. It's
0: true. I got screamed at all the time when I was out there.
1: Uh, yeah, that's, but it's that's because But that's just you. Yeah,
0: it's fair. That's because
1: you don't have control of your bowels or bladder. Yeah,
0: and I don't understand tones. I'm the opposite <laughs> of a dog. I only understand words,
1: not tones. <laughs> you don't understand social cues. Uh, so, the mission, Operation Elster, is we're going to drop off some dudes... On the coast of the United States by submarine. We're going to get spies directly into the U.S. They're going to go up and down the coast. They're going to spy for us. It's going to be fantastic. That being said, in 1942, they already had this idea in Operation Pastorius, <laughs> But all eight spies were captured <laughs> and so interrogated. So this is, this
0: is Operation Copy-Paste. Do it.
1: Try again. For, yeah. Yeah operation
0: the, attempt we, number 2 yeah
1: exactly and the the idea the main idea behind it was originally let's see how well german propaganda has penetrated into the united states like is our propagate propagation propaganda like getting there hitting the mark yes Yes, it was yeah. before the war. And it still is. Yeah.
0: Jesus. It was- The most effective propaganda campaign yeah. of all time. Yeah, they it's, fucking- It's
1: 90 years <laughs> long, and nobody's even- Yeah. It's self-perpetuating. And, and 10
0: years after they started it, they collapsed, and their propaganda campaign- Continues. Is still fucking working.
1: Mm-hmm. They created the, a self-propagating propaganda machine. <laughs> God damn. It's fantastic. It was as, the, as it was being planned, they were like, eh, we should probably do more than that. Like, let's get, let's try to gather some technical data. Let's watch the shipyards. Let's watch the factories. Let's look at maybe some universities in the area. Basically, let's expand, expand the program. This mission is going to last two years. Okay. We're going to figure all this shit out. They're going to be in deep. It's going to be fantastic. The agents we are going to build a radio. So we need somebody who knows how to build and operate a radio. We're going to, if the radio did, doesn't work, because they were going to do like a Morse code, then we're going to send them with invisible ink <laughs> and postcards, and then they're going to be dead drops because they had a, a dead drop system with POW camps, so they could pass mail to a POW, and it would make it through a system to get back to Germany.
0: I've I've always thought that the premise behind invisible ink, like. I know that it's not used the way that everyone imagines. Like, obviously, you're going to have pages that have stuff printed on them, and then your invisible ink shows up in the blank areas.
1: Yeah, in the margins or between the lines.
0: But I always, like, when I hear invisible ink, I just imagine someone with, like, just sheets of blank paper.
1: And it's always, <laughs> like,
0: it's always yes, just Yes, I'm sending parchment. this letter.
1: And they're yeah. opening the parchment up and there's nothing on it. And they're like, they're, oh, this is fine. They're just,
0: they always just have blank paper and it. And I just imagine in like the mid-century, people are like, oh, I don't know why he has a bunch of blank pages and just throws them over his shoulder. It's like, it just makes me laugh because I know that that's not how it went. <laughs> but I, It's just one of those stupid childlike thoughts. And I'm like, you fucking idiot, D. I love it. I love that shit. <laughs> Ooh, what if he carries around pages where everything's printed with invisible ink? Then no one can see it. We <laughs> won't put anything else on there. Yeah. It'll just be blank.
1: Blank sheets of paper. I'm like, I'm thinking so... <laughs> about the letter I'm going to write. I'm thinking about it. Oh, Jesus. Um, so eventually the mail would make it back to, they would have dead drops, not just with POWs, but with other people. And it would make it back to Spain, which would then make it into Germany. Because you couldn't just mail to Germany.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Fair.
1: Yeah. So, let's see. I already lost my spot. Oh, yeah, right here. So, their idea was more long-term. Once you set up your radio and you start spying, start setting up like a system. Start creating, getting multiple transmitters so that when we send over more spies, they can just go to you. You're like the first chain of spies. And then they'll go and create their network. Okay, and then when the next one comes through, they're gonna to go to you. Then that new chain, and then they'll be placed. Shift it further, basically, just like a supply it creates chain. Creates a network yeah. of spies, like the one that Garbo made up <laughs> entirely.
0: So fucking clever! I love it. It's uh, season three, episode seven. Ah, if you're good. curious
1: on that one, I I like it because it's my episode. So, yeah.
0: I like um, it because I didn't have to do notes on it, so it was great. Perfect.
1: So Gim <laughs> Gimple and Kolpa. Packed their bags. They were they were gonna be sent to America. Cause I mean, uh, that's actually pretty smart. Like you make the American, who was born and raised in America, go back with a hardened German spy, a God. hardened Nazi spy. Yeah, of course. They're like dream team. One will get the job done. One will cover for him when he's back home. He's already got. He knows his yeah, shit. He, he knows, knows exactly to what to do. Social situations, like. Perfect. He knows I mean, all the all the social cues. It's the forties, like three or three. Yeah, when you get shot, it's <laughs> <Fuck> from *Glorious <laughs> Bastards*.
0: Uh, like he goes back. It's the nineteen forties. He can tell everyone, oh, "I I came back from the war because of my bone spurs," and everyone's like, oh, "Okay, it's not because." They didn't want him because they discharged you, and because then you, even though they're drafting, he's
1: the one person they were like, "We don't want you." We do not. Um, yeah, he probably wouldn't have been drafted because of his military history. Yeah, <laughs> like this dude—he's a of fucking an idiot. idiot. I love it. <laughs>
0: like, but I mean, I—I I guess it worked out so far for him. But yeah,
1: clever, because yeah. he's back home. He's back home. Yeah. Well, not yet. He's—he's he's packing his bags. He's getting on a U. 1230 oh, not yet. Okay. submarine okay september 22nd 1944 this is supposed to last two years Uh huh. as we know the war doesn't last two years from yeah. here so it gets fun they arrive and deploy november 29th they are in a submarine for a month over a month jesus month and seven days roughly were they like rowing like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, they they had to, like, dodge patrols, and oh, then they, they were, fair. like, at the bay that they were gonna deploy in, and they stayed completely, like, uh, touching the ground oh, to avoid patrols until they, they finally found their opening where they popped up, they deployed a rubber dinghy, and they went, made it to the shore, and they got out with their supplies, <laughs> and this is outside of Hancock, Maine.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And the, uh... The people who were on the boat, who were bringing the boat back, the seamen they were with, made a big deal about getting out of the boat and standing on the shore so that they could go back home and say, yeah, I stood on the beach in America.
0: American beaches. This is Maine, bro.
1: Yeah. Like, get out. It was also snowing. (laughs) But, you know, it was like a point of honor that they made it to the enemy land without being seen. So they did what two totally regular dudes would do if they're out at the beach in the middle of the night they kissed they hiked 5 miles to the nearest highway where they were witnessed twice by locals <laughs> I love this shit in their ss4 <laughs> yeah they were wearing ss
0: no but no, they their, their they outfits... probably they show up and they're in those like old m- fucking early 20s fucking <laughs> swimming suits zoot. no they were in the yeah. zoot suits <laughs> They're in those stupid striped swimming suits, the leotard-looking yeah. things, and they're just hiking. Oh, we're on the beach! People are like, bro, it's midnight. We are in on the beach. November
1: in Maine. What the yeah. fuck are you guys doing out here? Uh, Somebody get the police. So one lady, she she was driving home from uh, <laughs> from playing some board card games or board games or something, and Can she master. saw. Yeah, she saw these two dudes, and she's like. They're wearing city suits. We're in the country. A couple of slickers. It's winter and they don't have hats. And that was the thing that tipped her off. Because everybody fucking wore hats. God. So they're like, that's really weird. Imagine, imagine
0: defecting to Germany and being like, I'm American. I get the customs. And you
1: still manage to fuck it off. Right? Oh, dude, everybody knows everyone Jeez. wore hats during those times. And
0: Germany's like, well, now we know why the Americans didn't <laughs> fucking you.
1: want him. So
0: another person saw that. World them. War II's biggest fuck up.
1: <laughs> this dude, he was a younger, a younger dude. He was like a boy scout. He must have been in his late teens. Kolpa? No, no. This other guy who witnessed them.
0: No, no, no. i was saying the guy's name Kolpa. Yeah, Kolpa. Jesus
1: Christ. So this this other guy was driving home. He happened to be the son of the local sheriff, so he took down some information. And was like, oh, these, "Okay, so these dudes are weird." Cop. I saw, yeah. yeah, he, I, he saw footprints coming from the beach, and he's like, "That's really weird. I should report this to somebody." Oh God! So now, like an idiot, this guy, the sheriff, his dad, was off on a hunting trip. Oh, so these two people didn't say a word to anybody, didn't report it to anyone until he got back. Oh, my God. Five days later. Five days? <laughs> he was gone for five days, so they could have caught these guys right then um, if the sheriff was in town. God, damn. But because the sheriff wasn't in town, they're like, oh, I'm not going to step on any toes. I'll just wait for him to get back. It's probably not a big deal.
0: God, no. It's, you got to say it like it's the 40s. Oh, I'd hate to step on anybody's toes. See? You See? God, dude. What a fucking I idiot. I love it. Everybody... Oh, it's probably just. It's probably Mr. Jones's crazy nephew up to no good once again. That my... silly
1: neighborhood boy. You're slowly getting to late 1800s. Oh, God, You're slowly dude. getting there. But my, my favorite thing is when everybody's an idiot in a story. <laughs> like, when everybody just fucks up. God damn it. So, okay, so, right.
0: so because of. Human error. It's a it's a successful mission.
1: They catch a cab, they take the cab to Bangor, God. and then they take a train from Bangor to Boston. Then they hop another train and get to New York. They're in perfect perfect spot
0: for spying.
1: That's so fucking uh, funny. So let me, let me. I'm gonna go over the the gear that they had <laughs> during this trip, because I love it. I love knowing what does. You know, what do the Nazis think would be useful to spies in America?
0: The bet. So, thinking back on it, mm. I'm sure when the sheriff's son told the sheriff about it, the sheriff was like, This is why you aren't on the force. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. didn't you tell me the footprints were coming out of the water?
1: Yeah, why but, didn't you just call dad, the FBI? But Dad thought... Maybe it was just
0: like one of those walking fish things. <laughs> God, dude. Walking fish. Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fair <laughs> Of so, course. Yeah, it, it he was fantastic. this monster, fucking. But he could have like.
1: There was so much American propaganda around saying like, if you see something weird, call this number, report it to the FBI. No. Like no, he just only to dad. Only to daddy. Dad need he needs the approval he needs the the pay increase <laughs> fucking dumbass yeah so they were given of course fake IDs which they were able to procure and verify as fairly authentic because of uh coal they got the, <laughs> they're probably I, just drawings yeah <laughs> it's just stick figures so they got sixty thousand dollars I need you to convert that to today right, money 60k to today I know roughly so I'll know if you're fucking it up what you I know, know roughly, roughly what it roughly is roughly what it is yeah then why am I Because I'm, I'm not 100% sure. So they got 60K cold, hard American cash. What year is this? 1944. Four. 194. Whoops. <laughs> year 194. Okay. Almost say,
0: almost a million. $950,000?
1: The number I saw was 880,000, but that was probably from a couple years ago. Yeah. So yeah, that's about right. Let's say nine hundred K. Split the difference.
0: Just just under a million dollars. Yeah, that's pretty good. Considering inflation has been obscene the last
1: like two yeah, years, yeah,
0: that's kind of fucking it up. Like eight hundred is probably pretty safe.
1: Uh, so then they also had ninety nine diamonds. Oh, let me uh... <laughs> yeah convert that to value. Just How in much case. is, is
0: ninety nine diamonds
1: worth? <laughs> <laughs> Google it. I want to see.
0: How much is a diamond worth in diamond value? Okay, well, no.
1: Fuck it. I'm, oh, oh, what was ow. that? I don't know. That was from the uh, soundboard. I'll, I'll uh, edit it out. Hey, remind me to edit it out. Okay. Thirty-six minutes. Okay. Okay. You guys won't hear that. It's fine. They also had two thirty-two caliber semi-automatic pistols. Okay. Of course, very good. A camera that was that had a lens specifically for taking pictures of documents. Run of the mill. They had some very expensive German watches. I don't know why they went with German watches, whatever. Got really though. It's it's because the Germans probably looked at it as like a this'll be a clever way to go. <laughs> yeah. They uh, had secret spy ink. And decoders for receiving messages and from a lot spying. of blank paper, a lot of parchment, <laughs> a lot Scrolls. of blank parchment paper. Now they they had some microdots that contained schematics for radios, schedules of for like dead drop stuff and dead drop locations, essentially. So I know barely what a microdot is.
0: So uh, I <clears throat> I looked into them a little bit. Microdots, uh, it's. Basically, like, shrunken text that uh, back in 1870, they would fit basically a page worth of text into a one millimeter square dot. And <clears throat>
1: is it a square or a dot? Fucking
0: idiot. I mean, I'm just whatever. <laughs> but like one square millimeter, I should say. Sorry.
1: Uh, And
0: it would be used as like a period in in a sentence or it would be like dotting I's and J's and different things like that or like little apostrophes. Um, they were usually metal and they would just be like stuck to the, the page, right? In some cases they weren't. Like they would just be loose. Uh, but you would need the micros- microscope to view it, which it was kind of like – have you seen it? it yeah, was... I saw a picture of it. Yeah, it's like a – it looks like a disk that's like – three or four inches in diameter and then it's just got like a mini microscope that sticks out of the top of it and you would slide that over where you need to read and it blows up the text so the premise behind it and the reason they really made them obviously because it makes things like really hard to find information right Mm -hmm. you're able to hide text easily but it was also created so that they could put Hundreds of letters into a little parcel for carrier pigeons, and they could get more information out to more people more efficiently.
1: Yeah, compress the information down. Yeah, exactly. That's so, pretty cool actually. It was
0: actually in 1925 that they made it a hundred times more efficient because they were able to sink it down into one square. Hundredth of a millimeter, 0.01 millimeters, that they could get an entire page of text. A little trivia for you. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald said that the address for the printing company that he worked for was called Microdots in 1962. Uh, And they use Microdots in, I mean, they use them in, like, Mission Impossible, James Bond... The Venture Bros, oh. Nancy Drew, and then they even had him in, like, Superman. The Hardy Boys. I mean, yeah, Superman comic books, shit like that, <laughs> just because it was this well-known thing that you can zoom in on just one period, and you have an entire
1: book. Dude, I want to figure out this technology just it's for the crazy. podcast. I'm going to do all my notes looking in a scope. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, imagine one
0: page on... a. Uh, just 0.01 millimeter
1: i can pinpoint i can still see an application for that especially because it's older tech oh yeah, of course that if it's not like anything super critical people probably aren't really looking out for it no not at all like i mean i don't know maybe they are but that's a cool that's a pretty cool uh concept but yeah the biggest thing is that it's not
0: like like it's a, a completely separate from the sheet but it a hundredth of a millimeter—it's borderline untraceable. Like,
1: yeah, you'd have to scan yeah. the entire page, every like millimeter by millimeter, yeah. to try to find it.
0: Be pretty wild.
1: You should look into it. We should make some. I I guarantee. You, we'll put them yeah. on our stickers.
0: <clears throat> you could probably find one of those microdots machines, the scopes, on on that auction site. I'll that would be really I'll
1: take cool. an iPhone. I'll take an eye out for it
0: well we'll write Fuck. love letters back and forth on it
1: yeah on just one sheet of paper like,
0: it's not like your wife and my girlfriend listen to this
1: yeah exactly oh. and then we'll just send it in blank letters and they'll be like there's probably invisible ink on this
0: <laughs> exactly because you wouldn't put anything else on something that has invisible ink
1: exactly it's only for one thing so I'm a thinker yeah you, you. you are we're, we're geniuses they're never going to figure this out because they don't they don't listen. Sweet. Uh, let's see. So they make it to New York. They've got their gear. They got a lot of cash. And they rent a studio apartment. Specifically in a building that is not steel frame. <laughs> they went for, I think it was a, just a wood frame Nothing is more
0: suspicious building. in 1940s United States than two men getting a studio apartment. That raises so many flags
1: with how... Fucking like homophobic, the U.S. was back then. Well, they, it was so homophobic that they're like, "Oh, they're just friends." That's fair. You know, they, there's no way they could be gay. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. They look like why Christians would someone do white? that? Jesus,
0: <laughs> I, I guess that's fair. But it's like if you're trying to avoid drawing attention to yourself.
1: Yeah, it's not great, but it yeah. it, it worked off. It was cheap. To be fair not a lot of brain cells between
0: these two so far.
1: <laughs> yeah, mostly Colpa. He's the deficit 100%. Yeah, he's, he's we kind of go he's shooting yeah. negatives. Yeah. So they they have their aliases which William Coldpaw's was like William Green.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> it's William Cole. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Gimple was something William way William Coldclaw. Cold Jesus Christ.
0: Wow. <laughs> and oh my
1: God. they started buying parts for radios just secondhand cash only trying to not like get caught Mm -hmm. because it's a little suspicious buying radio parts during 1944 but you can say hey i'm repairing the ham radio i have in my bunker okay that's fair that's more plausible getting ready for (laughs) they left their micro dot magnifier on the submachine the submachine the submarine because it was too heavy, they're like, "Ah, we'll figure it out." So Gimple buys a magnifying glass and tries to read them the, the dot and says, "He buys six magnifying glasses and a, a roll up. of duct tape, <laughs> pretty much." And he's trying to see, and they they lost a lot of information because they don't have the reader and the magnifying glass is not nearly strong oh, enough. Oh yeah, no. So they're kind of like, "Ooh, Jeez. fuck! Maybe we should have brought this essential piece of equipment." Gimple was really. No, we'll just go back. <laughs> yeah. Gimple was super focused on the mission. He was very nose to the ground. German efficiency. Like, we are going to build this radio. Let's do this. And then Kolpa, surprisingly, was like, meh. It's, Maybe it's I don't want main, to work today.
0: It's the World War II version of Pinky and the Brain. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That is 100% <laughs> what is happening. That so, would have but,
0: been a much better episode title. Uh,
1: fuck. Kolpa <laughs> and the Gimple? no. World War II's pinky in the brain. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that would have been better. It would have been better for us, for me. That's fine. So basically, immediately, once they get the apartment, yeah, they're buying some some equipment, trying to build a radio. But Copa starts to go to shows, nightclubs, fancy restaurants. They go to get the best food. They they buy new outfits, new wardrobes. Christ. And I wish I could say Gimple was just working, but no, he joined him. And a lot of these, he would go to the clubs, he'd go to <laughs> yeah. the shows. You're like, may as well enjoy well,
0: it while I'm here. I mean, he's probably getting like, considering Gimple's a complete idiot. There is a very good chance of Gimple saying, "Well, we've got to come off as normal Americans, and this is what normal Americans do yeah, when yeah, they have almost a million dollars." So it's I'm sure that Gimple's just like tagging along because he's like okay like we are trying yeah, to let's infiltrate figure this out. we've got
1: to make we've got to show that we're sp- not spies. Do you have your money converter still? Yep. Okay. Good. Here's a new new number. 1944 still. Yep. Twenty seven hundred dollars. Oh no. So. Uh, forty three thousand. Forty three thousand bucks. Perfect. They spent somewhere between $1500 and $2700 or $43,000 in their first month on clothing, bars, food, nightclubs, and other fancy shit.
0: God damn.
1: This is <laughs> They just spent 50k. Kolpa Kolpa
0: probably got kicked out from the US army because he was over the military military budget and they were <laughs> like, "We need you to leave because we don't know how you're spending" 50 million dollars per month and he's like <laughs> it's all in uniforms baby I, I, I got the best and they're like no we don't look the best the chairman's the class that's 100
1: percent true yeah so god damn that's in a month uh it said that Kolpa pursued multiple affairs he went out whoring to say <laughs> to use the 1940s term and his dumb ass is probably like
0: hi I'm a German spy.
1: <laughs> he just <laughs> pickup pick of line. He drank excessively. He would be gone for hours at a time, leaving Gimple in the apartment just trying to build a radio. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> he would go to fancy hotels and bring his women back to those Ugh, Jesus hotel rooms. God. She's like, I don't want Gimple to watch. <laughs> God. Gimple's creepy. I don't want him to watch. Why so... not just get a second
0: studio apartment?
1: Yeah. Why not get two apartments next to each other? He goes too expensive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Gimple basically, during this time period, when Kolpa was out getting his dick wet, he would gather intel. He would uh, read newspapers, watch the newsreels. He kind of scoped out a couple shipyards and stuff. Started, you know, documenting stuff. But he also he hit up the occasional show, occasional movie. The
0: most accurate. Historical group project.
1: <laughs> it really ever. is. Ever. <laughs> so, December 21st, they are just under a month in <laughs> God the United damn, States. They've spent almost 50000 in today's dollars.
0: Jeez. Probably, I'd assume, no, probably, yeah, a probably more. more. That was just on fucking booze and clubs and bars
1: Yeah. and clothing. So, Kolpa ditches Gimple. Who <sighs> would have saw it coming? He took, hmm. <sighs> I wonder why get fucking ready.
0: defector McJones
1: over yeah. here. Yeah, get ready to convert some money. He uh, took off with forty-eight thousand dollars,
0: dude. That's a lot of money. Yes, uh, it's so. Before mine was saying nine hundred and fifty. Now this is saying seven hundred and sixty-six. So he left Gimple with just shy of like hundred, a hundred thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, he there. left. He left him with some cash.
0: Yeah, but he took a ton. But he took. Very likely around like $650,000. Beautiful.
1: Which, me, and he took that money and he got a hotel room at the Hotel St. Moritz in New York. And he basically just kept clubbing and picking up women. Hired a lot of sex workers. Damn, dude. And would try to pick up people in, or pick up women in nightclubs and stuff like that. But I mean, hey, if you're going to fuck
0: over an access power, getting a million bucks and then defecting. Pretty effective way yeah, of doing it, I guess. He did not do
1: it for no, the morality.
0: No, he didn't do it at all.
1: <laughs> he do it he morality. did it because he didn't want Gimple saying, quit sleeping around. <laughs> Please help me build this radio. We're partners.
0: Yeah. This is a group project. How am I supposed to present if
1: you're not doing your half of the work? Exactly. <laughs> oh it no. It took him a handful of days. Before Colpot ran into a man by the name of Edmund Mulcahy, let's say. Let's say that's how it's pronounced. Uh, An old schoolmate, guy he knew in school back in Connecticut. And he basically immediately confessed to Edmund. Jesus Christ. I am part of a Nazi plot. I don't want to turn myself in yet. I want to figure out how I can get immunity first. <laughs> I have six hundred thousand. I still need to spend before I that go to too. federal prison.
0: Uh, so God. he
1: basically said, "You know, let's let's figure this out. I'm going to turn myself in, but I need to be. I need to get immunity for it. I need you to call the FBI and have them come to your house Dude. to come pick me up." You know, the initial conversation was,
0: "Hey, Colpa, what you been up to, man?" And he's like, "Weren't you in? Weren't you overseas?" You were, you were in the army, right? And Kolpa goes, yeah, I was, but they didn't want me. I I pretty much got fired, dude. So I actually went to the Germans, and they gave me, like, a million dollars to come back over here with some dude. Uh, oh, but I, I actually just bailed on him, and I took, like, two-thirds of it, like, well over two-thirds of it. And, yeah, so I have just got all this cash. And the dude's like, you should probably fucking tell somebody. And he goes... <laughs> Yeah, I I don't really know like just it's mm-hmm. all excuses at this point I, well I don't know if I don't know if this is a good time for it I don't know who I would reach out to trust me I know excuses
1: yes you do he's bullshitting excuses
0: oh, yeah. like crazy
1: so Ed, Edmund basically says okay I'm gonna contact the FBI I'm gonna tell them that you demand immunity <laughs> because then he's he's basically win-win God. he gets out of this with immunity. He's never going to be sent back to, like, the front lines. Yeah. He's never going to be sent oh, anything military-related no, at this point. He's going to be a, a risk. But he's still going to have $650,000. Of course. Uh, unless they take it. Win-win. Uh, he's Maybe he doesn't say he has That's $650. I have no point. idea what happened to the Diamonds. Maybe he oh, has Oh, yeah, I completely
0: forgot about the diamonds. Jesus.
1: Yeah. Who knows what
0: happened to that? I mean, he definitely took the diamonds. He definitely he, took some. It was some. 99 diamonds. He probably was giving... That's how he was getting women to sleep with him. The guy's He was giving idiot. them diamonds? Yeah, he's like, hey, I got more of these back in my place. <laughs> <laughs> eee.
1: Yeah. Idiot.
0: He's an idiot. Yeah, so Edmund called and said, If only oh, I yeah. could be that successful and right. that big of an idiot. That's the problem. Yeah. I'm an idiot, but I'm not that much of an idiot. That's, I get where the, it. that's where the issue arises. Yeah,
1: so they, Edmund calls the FBI, says, "Okay, he, you're gonna get immunity." Yeah, sure. <laughs> fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> the Behind whole the back. room. The
0: whole room has their fingers and toes crossed. They're they're doing <laughs> like the double finger cross oh, yeah. Spock
1: shit. They're like, "You get immunity, defector." Mm-hmm. So he, he's got the idea that okay, I'm gonna come clean about everything. I'm gonna. You know, turn over Gimple. I'm going to tell him the whole plan, and I'm going to tell him some stuff that I learned in the spy school. And yeah, I'm going to walk free. $650. I wrote it down this and is, invisibly. This is the art of the deal. Oh god, part one. So he basically gets arrested. Of course, of course, he gets ferried away by the FBI. And it comes to light that the FBI already knew about them. (laughs) Of course. They they started investigating the the people up in Maine, all that those investigations. There was also the sub, the submarine that dropped them off. When (laughs) it was leaving, they had to torpedo a Canadian ship just off the coast. So they're like, Okay, they dropped somebody off. Why else are they this close to the coast? I was like, the sub is probably just sitting there. (laughs) Like (laughs) they just still just sitting there. They were
0: the last two on it and they're like well, I hope they don't charge for parking here. <laughs> just
1: fucking get out of Sleep. the sub. Nah. It's sticking halfway out of <laughs> <Yeah>. the ocean. <laughs> the, the periscope is just up. <laughs> and he, yeah, completely blabs.
0: Gimbal's just like a, fucking in a studio snitch. apartment. Did we lower the periscope?
1: <laughs> Did I leave the oven <laughs> on? The submarine's just on fire underwater. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God, it's late. That should be.
0: That oh long. Jesus! Oh, did I turn off the iron? <laughs> Fucking hell!
1: <laughs> God, dude. So they, Gim, Gimple actually spoke more Spanish than English. I forgot to turn off the automatic yeah. torpedo system. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so he he would every week go and get his news from a Peruvian newsstand, and they were like. Hey, there's this weird white guy. We have one customer. Who, yeah, who is going to this Peruvian, Spanish-speaking newsstand, and it's basically the only one. He might be a spy. And, and they, for some reason,
0: he speaks Peruvian with a German accent. Yeah. We don't
1: know why. We don't know why. And they, they scoop him up there, and for three weeks, these two dudes are, in, are interrogated. Oh, God. They are essentially tortured. Yeah. Well, not Kolpa because he just speaks freely. He blabbed, he completely told the truth, his motivation being, I'm going to avoid the death penalty with this. Because he realized, I'm not going to get immunity for this, am I? <laughs> that and was they were it. like, no. That
0: was his first question when they sat him down under the lamp. Yeah. Do I get immunity? No. Oh, no. I may
1: as well avoid the death penalty. And then you hear the record scratch. I'm sure you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> And they didn't, God. of course he didn't get it in writing that he was going to, no, you know, of get, he's an idiot. avoid of the death he penalty didn't. or anything. So, yeah, he completely blabbed. It was determined that he was 100% telling the truth because he even told the truth about stuff that they already knew, but he didn't know they knew. Well, at the same time, Gimple, he's a hardened Nazi. Yeah, He multiple times lies to them, tells them nothing honest about the entire thing. And his he even said openly, "I'm gonna get the death penalty no matter what." So fuck you. Yeah. That's exactly his his uh, mood during these. And that's exactly
0: why I would not have brought fucking Golpa in. Yeah, that's a German. It's just it's it would have just soft. been so
1: He's fucking a American. foolish.
0: Yeah, like. I feel like they viewed Americans as soft already, and so to say, oh, he's a soft American, is like, oh, big old pussy boy over here. Mm -hmm. Like, Jesus, I don't know what they were thinking, but...
1: Yeah. So, the FBI agents say, well, we fucking blew this wide open. Let's go to J. Edgar Hoover, who rears his cross-dressing head in every single episode j edgar some hoover reason. is like what do you mean they shared a studio apartment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> death penalty
0: <Immediately. laughs> i don't give a fuck what they say
1: god dude that yeah, guy that guy i this is i i think it's time to reveal that this is secretly a j edgar hoover podcast because <laughs> yeah, he has a hand in so much so many of these episodes. everything
0: is a j edgar hoover podcast god he's linked to everything he really is so wikipedia pages and so you can tie all of history back to hitler you can also tie all of history back to j edgar (laughs) hoover yeah
1: uh so j edgar hoover goes to roosevelt and roosevelt says all right military tribunal boom let's do this it was really interesting actually this part there was a tribunal formed for american citizens in conspiracy to commit treason it was the third time this tribunal had been ever formed. Oh, wow. The first time was with the Lincoln assassination. Okay. The second time was with the previous Operation Pistorius. <laughs> and then the third time was this one.
0: Jesus.
1: So, you know, not a great run. And you'll catch the fourth time on next week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. So they set up this tribunal. There's a bunch of, like, sergeants and major generals and all sorts of high-up military dudes basically set up to defend and prosecute these two dudes uh the defense for colpa basically said oh no he just <laughs> pretended to be a spy to get back to america he had cold feet this was his plan all along they and just, the prosecution said he's a fucking idiot
0: <laughs> they didn't they didn't even say anything they just put him up there and they were like just say whatever you need to say <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. he's just like and they're like okay
1: yeah this heard a fucking moron yeah they were both convicted of espionage and sentenced to death oh not immunity but good old pussyfoot truman came in and said now we will just give him life in prison jesus fucking truman God. god i hated his television show too that tr- the show that he was in. That show he was in. So, yeah, he was in yeah. it with, like, Jim Carrey or something. Yeah,
0: something like that.
1: I didn't... Yeah. <laughs> Little known fact, President Truman and Jim Carrey were alive at the same time in their peak. They were the same age.
0: Yeah, they were there in a movie together. Yeah. Check it
1: out. It's called The Truman, the show. Truman show. yeah. <laughs> and, oh, uh, you know, when you get sentenced to death and then sentenced to life in prison, uh if, about 10 years later it looks like you're up for parole oh god for, for completely like attempting to spy on <laughs> so, America no so spying what? on America you ta- you get a sentence of 10 years and then so parole.
0: this is 1954 1955
1: 1955 so Coldball went to Korea i'm guessing hold on Gimple was paroled in 1955 Coldball was paroled in 1960 <laughs> the nazi got out before the <laughs>
0: idiot <laughs> Well, to be fair, he did defect and then went to the Germans and defected again. So they're like, "Okay, listen, we can't fucking
1: trust him." Anyway.
0: Yeah, we're not gonna let this fucking idiot out of prison any sooner than the the actual like hardened criminal that probably isn't like what What's the what's the Nazi gonna go back to? <laughs> like,
1: yeah, <you> know, like, <laughs> the German American Bund. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I just love that they were paroled like so soon after this (laughs) for high treason from a military tribunal that's only been used three times. And the the second time they were basically all put to death. Jesus. No, uh, both times they were put to death. (laughs) The stupidest
0: luck of anybody. Seriously.
1: So it was Clint Gimple in the mid fifties put out his own book, an autobiography. Because of course he did. And he said, what else is he going to do? He basically said that uh, uh, he did a lot of cool, badass things, but then the FBI came out and said he didn't do any of these. <laughs> he basically made this book about how he was a Nazi superhero oh, spying God. on America, and none of it had any actual, like, factual claim to it. And Cole Bob read
0: it and believed all of it. Oh, I'm sure. No, FBI's lying. This guy was super cool and badass.
1: <laughs> It was also suspected that they were trying to, that Gimple had more orders beyond idiot coal pot, which makes sense. Like yeah, of I would, course. I would send them in with the cover of let's check out propaganda, and build a radio and then give Gimple, give Gimple the, the real the mission, yeah. which the, uh, not the MIT was studying heavy water at the time. It was a pretty small research program, but there's the thought that they were supposed to go spy on MIT Uh-oh. about the nuclear stuff. It's also, Kolpak claimed that the U-boats were being equipped with long-range V-weapons, you know, like the V-rockets, uh, the V-2 rockets, and that they could be, like, the, marine, the submarines could come up and launch the missiles at D.C. and New York, which is brand new technology at the time. The FBI was like, shit, we gotta take this seriously, because they do have these missile, long-range missile programs.
0: Kolpa goes, they also are creating explosive donkeys, so I hear. Yes.
1: <laughs> now, and it was later completely disproven. They weren't at that point with their technology yet. But I like to think there's something that you do as a you know, in intelligence work where you'll tell one of your spies a complete lie,
0: mm-hmm. and then to see if out, they blab, yeah.
1: see see so what I think that was the blab. Yeah, I think that was the lie. I mean, Of
0: course, yeah, they give him something that's like so obviously not preposterous, no, no but, but it's, like, it's a very it's war-changing, clear lie. They're going to hear back from their spies, and based on the United States yeah.
1: response, I go, oh well,
0: fuck now boy, we Magoo, know, blew yeah. it. Surprise,
1: exactly. surprise. They they hear back from their agents that the FBI suddenly knows about this thing that they're not actually doing, they know exactly who to link it to. And I, I love it. Because Gimple, after uh, 2001, September 11th, he was interviewed on Fox News oh, God. in a bit by Oliver North, you know, the guy who was involved in Iran-Contra and because a whole bunch of things. What a dick. He was interviewed by that guy for... Uh, People who were spying in America. He would go around and, like, interview people who had spied Uh, on America. I don't know why that would be a good idea after a terrorist attack, but it sounds like Fox News. Because
0: it's Fox fucking News.
1: Yeah. And he, Gimple died in 2010 in Sao Paulo, Brazil. He went back to South America, like most Nazis.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Uh, And then. It's because he knew a bunch of his coworkers were in Argentina. Kolpa took his time in prison, where he learned a lot of like metalworking, and opened a shop where he would do the same shit that he was doing in prison, which was like really shitty metalworking, like somebody's desks bitch lockers and giving back like fucking
0: dumpster tattoos.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and uh, making toilet wine. God. And he opened the shop, and he in Pennsylvania, where he stayed until 2005 when he died. I love it because these guys lived so long. Dude, everybody that
0: went through World War II lives for fucking ever if you survived.
1: Yeah, especially the Nazis. Yeah, goddamn. We got to get more hunters on this, you know, that show. (laughs) Yeah, I need to watch all of it. I do too. But I know what you're talking about. Good (laughs) Um, lord. So yeah, that's the second time we were, as far as we know, infiltrated
0: history's dumbest yet most successful man <laughs> fucking Kolpa. For... oh
1: that was a solid episode Jesus. i i love i love these i love the espionage that happened in world war ii like i'm no you know, yeah you do in, what in the because you don't think about espionage <laughs> in world war ii you think about espionage during cold the cold war, war yeah but it was set basically in in the civil war we started spying. In World War One. we had a lot of spies. Spies should have all fun. We've had spies forever, yeah. but nobody ever talks about it. Nobody of course not,
0: because it's hard to get your hands on those documents when yeah. they can't confirm or deny.
1: I'd like to talk about the Ho- Hotel Polsky, I think it's called. In Germany, they basically set up a hotel. The Nazis set up a hotel. And the idea was they would leak information to the underground and say, hey... If you're a Jew, you come to the hotel, ask for a specific room, and that's where you get your your uh, passports uh, to get out of the country. Yeah. That's where you get your fake IDs. And then they
0: just fucking snatch them and...
1: And then they just bullet yeah. in the back of the head. Jesus. Next one comes in the room. Yeah. Killed and there, there are some famous people, not really killed right there, but they're put on the trains, and they were mostly sent to Auschwitz. Jesus. And there's a specific person who was sent to Auschwitz through the hotel that I want to talk about their story because it's really interesting. Where so that'll they? that'll come up in the future at some oh, point. That'll be in two weeks. No, no, no. <laughs> I can't do it. can't do them that quick. Oh, all right. Well, you got Patreon? I do. Sweet. Oh, you want me to, like, talk about it? Yeah, of course. Go for it. Take it away. All right. <coughs> Sorry.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: So thank you all for the patrons. Your support really helps us out big time um lets us kind of do what we're doing now and expand and get some stickers and do some fun giveaways and sometimes you get shit depending on the tier i think if you're in the the second tier you get a sticker third tier you get a bunch of shit so mini d donnell chairperson of the pp thank you much appreciated we got abby aj's third nut lindo d's nuts Not me. nordic thunder toddle waddle Dark Runner, Haley, and Casey McFacey. Thank you guys so much. Uh if you're interested in supporting the show, keeping us ad free. Yes. Go ahead, check it out. Like I I'm gonna be honest. We don't put as much shit on there as we should, but it's in the works. I'm just but in nursing school.
0: The more patrons we have, the easier it's gonna be for us to do all that stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like so, you know, if we're able to take so- some time off of work and uh. do this more full time. Oh my God! Can't imagine. Big time. We put out a lot more, but you know, obviously, we're gonna keep doing this because it's fun. Yeah. Um. Don't feel obligated if you got a little an an extra six dollars and sixty six cents around a month. <laughs> throw it in. You know, we'd really appreciate it. But again, no big deal. You still get the show. Yeah. And uh,
0: um, as always, find us on Instagram and Twitter at Pressure with like music, movies.
1: Episode ideas. Any kind of
0: suggestions. You've got articles that you think are interesting. Um, Not everything really comes to fruition because we have an enormous fucking backlog of episodes. (laughs) Um, Episode ideas. Yeah. Reach (laughs) out if really you need anything. Uh, Not so great with Twitter. I keep a little bit better eye on it. But Instagram, Twitter, at Pressure. And we will catch you guys next Monday.